This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. For more unholy content from our friends, head to irreverent.fm. Hey friends, welcome to the Speaking in Church podcast. I'm Josie, uh, you should know that by now, and I'm here with my new friend Alicia, otherwise known as Transvangelical on the Twitter storm, the Twitter sphere, whatever, the Elon Musk <laughs> shit show. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you doing? I'm chilling. Uh, yeah. Life is hard, but here we are. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm doing good. We we are recording this at uh, late on the day after uh, daylight saving, so it's like it's like ten o'clock for me, <laughs> and so I'm tired. I feel that I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we voted that daylight savings was going to be not a thing anymore. I think it, I don't think it should be a thing, and. Yeah, it's it's awful, and anyone with pets or kids knows it's awful. And I have both. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's not great. It's not great. It's not. It's not. The darkness. It was raining today in Southern California for the first time in forever, and it never rains here. And it gets dark at. It starts getting dark at three p.m. And I'm just having the mm-hmm. hardest. The sad seasonal depression is just coming coming for me although here it was 80 degrees and i was speaking outside so hot and sweaty and it should not be 80 in november yeah we had a cool 60 and i was wearing my little cardigan like a cute little grandma (laughs) Mm, so chilly for my los angeles blood (laughs) i mean i'm ready for the cold weather i i got like these uh, knee-high boots and stuff that I'm like mm. ready I'm ready to wear them but it's 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 not happening yet where I live <laughs> okay I'm gonna try the segue just because I got a bright idea knee-high boots okay. dominatrixes wear knee-high boots <gasps> dominatrixes are also sex workers which is what you are yes I got it you see we got there <laughs> <Nailed it>. <laughs> <laughs> the most awkward segue but you know we are friends in real life, so I could have could have kept on that cute little tangent forever. But mm-hmm. I would love for you to tell the listeners all about your journey into sex work and specifically into being a badass 
ex-evangelical sex worker mm. i mean you were you were actually there uh whenever i was that like i first said out loud i i really want to do porn um, i know and I, all of us right? were just like yeah do- <laughs> yeah, really, really it's it's because of peer pressure uh, no but like uh yeah so it's like it's really kind of one of those things i always just wanted to do but um you know as my name um says i am actually trans so like uh my pronouns are she her i identify as female um but i didn't grow up in female spaces and so i i got like this all this purity culture talk um from like this male perspective and uh just like the way that the evangelical church talk about about sex work is um honestly it's degrading and then it's degrading in a way to like degrade people who like enjoy sex work um and so like there was a lot of stuff that i just really had to like, work through and being like being trans on top of that like having a desire to do something like this uh kind of got mixed into like my struggle with my gender identity because I lumped it all together with like this idea of sexual perversion and so like even like it, it's kind of one of those things that I just I, I kept pushing down and like this has to be something that's sinful it's something I need to get past and like finally I uh um yeah, we had we had drank enough and whatever that <laughs> night. Whenever, whenever Daniel is like asking people, "Hey, what is your what is your deepest desire or whatever?" Like, yeah, because he's super like church campy, um, but also very like flamboyantly gay and outgoing. It, it, he's awesome, but like, I was just like, you know what? I have always wanted to do this and. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> uh, and actually, like, it took me a while to go, like, to actually bring it up to my partner. Because it's one thing to say something, like, in a group of friends that, mm-hmm. um, like, you, you don't actually have lives with these other people. They're just exactly. Gonna, uh, it's another thing to actually, like, go home and, like, talk to your partner and be like, hey, would you be okay with this? So it took me a while. Um, and I've I've kind of come up with this rule of... Uh, anytime I, uh, like I expand what I'm doing, like, um, uh, because I mean, I want to make sure that there is consent between me and my partner at everything that I do, mm-hmm. but I want to be, be like very sure that I have consent. So I, I have a two, uh, like a two yes rule where we'll talk about it twice. And if I get two yeses, uh, after talking about it twice, then that is something to move forward with. Um, and so far that's, that's like really worked out and it's helped us to like, work, so she like knows where, what I'm doing. Like there's, I'm not hiding anything from her or anything like that. Um, and so like it, it actually, it's kind of, I think it's kind of a healthy way to do it. <laughs> I agree because I mean, 
especially for those of us who are so progressive um i feel like we can say like yeah of course i'm progressive i'm cool yeah that's cool but then like you sit with it for a second it's like wait i'm not cool with that i'm trying to change my mind like so the two yes is a great in my mind in my progressive marriage as well so okay this is something that the viewers or list viewers oh no don't look at me listeners <laughs> yeah listeners um so you are actually anonymous and i am really into that i don't know i think it's really sexy to be an anonymous sex worker i've always thought that like if i ever wanted to be an only fans mm-hmm. person i was like oh all the masks i could get oh pretty <laughs> yeah right what is that experience like um it's yeah i mean that so that's part part of what i decided to and that actually came from a conversation with my partner was deciding to like i i cover my face with with a face mask um and i have i need i i'm gonna get more but i have this like black lacy mask that like it's really it, it it's a fetish face mask that I'm sure somebody made because of the pandemic and stuff, but it like, it's super, like, it's super fun. Um, but it does, I think it does add like an extra level of like mysteriousness to it. But at the same time, I realized like how much, uh, how much I don't need my mouth to like express, um, things like there's a lot going on in, in my eyes. Um, and sometimes, uh, like, my eyes will like ruin a photo or something because they're just not doing it. But then sometimes like I'll get a photo and like, uh, it doesn't necessarily matter what the rest of my body looks. Cause my eyes actually hit like exactly what I want. And like, that's going up because, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just very like into how I look. And so I find it, I find it super sexual, but I, I do have a feeling that people do. I'm really into the way I look too. Don't worry. And part of the, so this is actually kind of related, but not in a sex worker way, but I learned how to sleep on planes during the pandemic specifically because I was wearing a face mask. Like I was no longer self-conscious of sleeping with my mouth mm-hmm. open and snoring, which I mean, you could still hear a snore, but whatever. I was like, oh, yes, I have this mask on. I'm not embarrassed. Look at me sleeping on a plane like a normal human being. So I get it. Like not having to pay attention to one extra element, especially your mouth during sex. I don't know if this is just me. I've always been kind of self-conscious about my mouth because, I mean, it's you express with your mouth, right? And it's like, I don't know. I always feel like I look like a pained human being. So I just <laughs> think that's so convenient. <laughs> No, I actually, so I actually haven't thought about that yet. You know, like I've sold, I've sold videos, um, to, to people and that has like, I don't know how, how like how in, in detail do you want to go here? I, I've um, all the detail. If you, okay. Fair warning, trigger activation, whatever warning. warning. Very yeah. sexual. <laughs> and if you don't like that, we can stop listening now. I promise I won't get mad at you except don't be prude, but keep going. Let's go. I mean, you already got the view count, so it's exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I, I, I've sold videos uh, of like getting off and stuff. So, just like solo videos, I haven't done any uh, collaborative um, content yet. And that would, that would like, again, would need that conversation with my partner. But then I think I would still have to 
process it after I got the okay because that's I don't know that just seems like a really like something different. Anyways, all my stuff's been solo <laughs> so far, um, and yeah, that was all just to say that I yeah I haven't had to think about the face that I give um, during the during those videos because I do have a mask on. Um, now I'm going to be self-conscious if I ever like decide to lose the mask. I don't know. You, I'm you sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the longer you're, I don't know. I feel like the longer you're anonymous, the more build up it is, the more people, the more money. That's all I think. And then you charge a million dollars to see your face. <laughs> Something like that, you know? <laughs> okay. I'm curious. Um, well, maybe this is a skewed question, but do you have more male or female buyers? Uh, most of them don't use like actual names. I, I assume that I have male buyers. I like don't um, know what how OnlyFans works. I've not downloaded. I'm not a porn person. Um, it's okay. And um, I don't want to. I don't want a personal connection with the person I'm watching, you know, like oh, yeah, definitely. Um, some people are really into that and power to you, but not, not me. I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. So I like, I have friends that are sex workers too. And so like, um, we will like encourage each other and, and like see each other's content and, and like whenever we post things and stuff. And so like for me, whenever I see my friends posting stuff and like they might be completely naked and it's like, I'm not necessarily seeing them as being sexual. I'm seeing right. them like, um, you're like taking notes. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, I'm like, okay, how, how are they doing the, the lighting and, and this mm -hmm. angle? And, um, yeah, so I end up doing, doing that, but it, I don't know. It's like, it's so much, uh, I think I like, I think we're told a lot about the objectification of especially women and pornography. Um, and I think I should highlight that it's not just women. Like we objectify basically any person that's not a, a white male. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that really is not okay. And that needs to change uh, in the sex industry. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure that we'll talk about ethical, ethical, uh, uh, ethical pornography later but um yeah the, like the objectification of sex workers i think a lot of it comes from the fact that we're kind of taught to not see uh us as people we're taught to only see uh, sex workers as sexual objects and so like whenever you lose that lose that you kind of get a deeper respect for what people do um, and to be like completely honest, people that subscribe to my stuff and like buy, buy, uh, buy my content on there, um, like most of them are incredibly, I've not had a bad interaction with somebody, um, on my OnlyFans. On Twitter, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like people that are actually paying me for, for what I do, like they're actually really kind of respectful and uh, like. They'll even ask me. They don't like, want to get blocked. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but like, yeah, the, the respect thing goes like, uh, like the, the, they will actually like reach, like 
just have a normal normal kind of question type thing that uh, like kind of lets me see know that they see me as a real person which is mm-hmm. i think really cool um and then at the same time they're like uh <laughs> send me a tip to, so they can send me a dick kick I think that's a great part about OnlyFans is that it is kind of like the great equalizer, right? Obviously, there's unethical porn on OnlyFans. There's unethical everything everywhere. But it is more ethical in the sense that you are working for yourself. You can make your own money. You don't have to have an agent. You don't have to go to like these skeezy places to start off to get to the good ones or whatever, 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 right? I think... Yeah, like you were talking about we're going to get to ethical porn. Let's talk about ethical porn. I am often frustrated with religious people because this is a church podcast and we both are in the deconstruction community. Um, I'm often frustrated with people who demonize porn and the people that participate just as a blanket because it is Mm -hmm. different, right? Like, and porn has its different uses. Porn has its different objectives. And let's face it, everybody's watching it. Even your pastor husband, ladies, yeah, he's watching porn. I'm sorry. He definitely is. And there's nothing wrong with that in the sense that, like, I mean, if you agreed in your marriage, you have your marriage, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. psychologically, I mean, it's fine. It's, yeah, psychologically, it's fine. There needs to be that consent yeah. aspect to it. Um, like, the pastors are, the pastors that are definitely looking at porn and stuff um they're probably doing it without their partner knowing and mm-hmm. they're probably definitely doing it without their church yeah. knowing um which i don't think a pastor needs to like tell their church that they are no looking at absolutely porn. not but if they're preaching from the pulpit that it's sinful mm-hmm. <laughs> problem um yeah looking at you yeah, jerry Falwell jr Falwell jr <laughs> Oh, so we like, yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole. Like, how many sex workers do you think he hired? (laughs) A lot. So, like, for me, uh, again, I haven't watched like the documentary that like exposes even more. So, like, I only know a a fraction of what is probably there. Um, but what from what I know, uh, from what I've heard and stuff, like, it's all things that in and of themselves are not bad exactly but when you're putting yourself on a pedestal and like uh literally like disciplinary running a school that disciplines students Mm -hmm. for crossing certain lines and you're out doing that now we can have a problem and now like what you're doing is wrong amen i that is the part that gets me right i'm like jerry i don't care if like you're into the whole cuck thing that's fine like yeah right you and your wife are obviously consenting with each other you have the third they're into it whatever right it's not problematic what is problematic is kids getting expelled for having sex or for holding hands or whatever liberty university is into (laughs) and you making money off of it right like he's profiting off of the name Falwell, profiting off of Mm -hmm. being the president profiting off of preaching these little sermons probably at the school or whatever whatever that is unethical but it's not Mm -hmm. unethical to use your body to make money correct (laughs) yeah as long as as as... yeah yeah I mean, so that that is kind of part of it. Like, the, they're this is where like 
that's why I, I think that's one of the reasons why Christians don't want to go down this road is because like having a sexual ethic of consent is a lot more complicated. Mm-hmm. So like I so I do like I do sex work where I have consent with my partner with what I do. Mm-hmm. And then because I'm putting it out there and I'm controlling the platform, whatever I put out there, there's there's consent of whoever's viewing that. Now, the part that I don't have control over is that person that, that is viewing it. They uh, like it should it's on them to like have consent with their partner. <laughs> um, like I can't do yeah. anything about that. It's that that one's not on me. I'm doing I'm doing mm-hmm. my part to make sure that it's that my side is like ethical, but seriously, yeah, like go like get consent with your partner, like talk about this, like work through, uh, work through whatever you need to do to like come to an understanding, uh, <laughs> before, before you come to and, and like start uh, subscribe and stuff. Like I've had people that have subscribed and I'm pretty sure as soon as the only fan shows up on their credit card statement, their account disappears. Ah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, that is definitely a person who did not have consent from their partner. <laughs> yep. So, um, and then there's like people that, you know, they've, uh they've bought multiple things and time has gone on and like i mean i'm maybe like maybe they're single they don't have partners or or whatever like whatever whatever is on their end like obviously they're not running into the same issue so it's like when i think for me like having that having an ethic of consent like it is much bigger whatever you get into uh some of the stuff because there are different layers of consent that's needed um, and it makes it more difficult than just saying, no, pornography is, is wrong and bad. Yeah. But I will say that being more complicated on the front end is a lot better than being complicated on the latter end, which is, uh, yes. the court <laughs> judicial system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm fascinated because I... I just think I'm so in awe of sex workers, I think, because I just don't feel, well, one, I'm disabled, so I can't, just can't be consistent. This is not going to happen. Also, it is kind of like a service. You are providing a service, which is nice. This is so kind. (laughs) I mean, yeah, so like, like like, it is a service, and so... Um, how, how do I want to, how do I want to describe it? Like if, if we want to just have like the actual truth about what it comes to sexuality and stuff, um, like your relationship with a partner or partners or no partners, whatever, like if there is a sexual aspect going on with you and like other people, um, that doesn't mean that you don't have other sexual like desires or fantasies or whatever, because let's, let's face it. Like, I think especially in the church, we put way too much on the, like this understanding that you will get married and have a a monogamous relationship and you will both fulfill each other's dreams um, and have the whatever sex 
that you want, however often, however kinky, whatever. Like that's just not going to happen. No. Let's 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 be completely honest. Your relationship with that other person is going to have its own sexual like uh its own sexual like uh, uh what is the word i'm looking for i'm so bad at finding words tonight this is what's wrong with doing podcasts late at night uh, <laughs> it's, it's gonna have a sexual aspect that is unique to that relationship and if you're you are developing your sexual relationship between you and your partner that reflects you the two of you or three of you or or however you have however many partners you have like it 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 is going to have things that it, it, it it's going to have aspects that are like common it's going to have aspects that are a sometimes thing and there's going to be aspects that don't actually exist or not exist but aren't just aren't actually part of it and to put that responsibility on that relationship to fulfill like every part of that fantasy i i think it's unhealthy honestly mm-hmm. like it yeah, because it's putting an expectation on another person to fulfill something that isn't theirs to fulfill right like it's not it's not your partner's job to fulfill your every need it's it's your partner's job to just be your partner like yeah and have that relationship that you two you two or i'm getting into a very monogamous like way of talking (laughs) but well uh, i mean being sexually compatible is important right like being able to have sex with each other if you're wanting that is great but that's Mm -hmm. not the only way to do things right like some married people don't have sex at all some people for asexuality or whatever some people love their partner and are very attracted to their partner but then decide oh but i'm also attracted to the same sex or i'm also attracted to trans people or i'm also attracted to what's another group of people anyways i don't know it doesn't matter yeah like i'm also attracted to something else like it's and it's not fair for you to try to manipulate your partner into fitting into a mold that they're never gonna fit into or or let's be like let's talk to the ex-evangelical crowd because a lot of us have come from purity culture right Mm -hmm. which means a lot of us have a lot of trauma that we're working through and it is not okay to expect uh, to expect some type of sexual whatever from somebody whose trauma is actually keeping them from being able to do that. Like mm-hmm. you don't force sexuality on somebody who is still working through their purity culture trauma. And that, I mean, yep. yeah, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like I tell my partner, he grew up in the Mormon church. So I'm like, if one day you wake up and decide that you want to try something sexually and I'm not down, I'll pay somebody to do it. That's fine. (laughs) If you just all of a sudden wake up and you're just like hardcore, I really am into like being dominated and humiliated and all this stuff, right? That whatever is like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that because (laughs) sounds hard, but I will, you know, I mean, I can't pay one for now, won't pay for one now because I'm poor, but hopefully I'll be successful enough in the future to where I can just. Yeah. You know, Usher him to somebody else who's loyally. <laughs> yeah, and like honestly, we live in a world that like capitalizes on people working more than they like actually can. So you know, an online sex worker that you kind of connect with, 
is not a bad way to like get at least a little bit of intimacy yeah um in the limited time that you actually have so like there's there's reasons there's reasons for sex work and there's reasons for people to go to sex work and it's not something that needs to be yeah like people need to be ashamed of exactly and there's even some like i've read a couple articles about the therapeutic um aspects of sex work like this one dude was really struggling with um what's the proper way to say it he was incontinent is that the right word he couldn't keep it up erectile dysfunction yeah kind of yeah it was more psychological but yeah essentially and what they processed through was that he was just not he doesn't like the silence like the sex like his wife wasn't very like verbal or whatever and so what they did was they would watch like they would put on porn in the background for Mm -hmm. the noises the exaggerated noises and they would Mm -hmm. have sex they weren't even necessarily watching it it was just for like the auditory aspect of it or another person was really into sexting like it was like their fetish to the max and their partner Mm -hmm. was not into it which i totally understand because i'm not into sexting either and so they went on OnlyFans and they pay somebody to sext with them and yeah. then their sex life was great and they're not even necessarily having sex with another person they're just yeah, really yeah. into sexting yeah and uh sex- sexting is actually something i just added to, to what i do but i haven't had anybody take me up on it it like so here's the weird thing is like i am older and i just got into sex work like um, i don't even know if it's been two months um but i've been with my partner for uh like over a decade and um tech like texting like we only had texting back then like you can even send really send photos um you just did a grainy dick pic grainy (laughs) vajayjay um but also like we were super like conservative and stuff so it's like uh, i had i had this guy ask if i if i did sexting and i was like um i don't mind the idea of making money this way but i've actually never like sexted before <laughs> honestly <laughs> you should just google it and like do a little photo shoot one oh, day no, you, t- <laughs> you, take, you take this it's my business brain right is like you do a little photo shoot where you take all the nudies one day you put them in a little folder on your phone and then you have them forever <laughs> you don't I mean, even have to like stop and arrange yourself you just have it <laughs> but i mean yeah I, and i mean to be fair like i do i, I do a few, uh normally two or three photo sh- uh photo shoots a week um which at first i was taking like a hundred photos and keeping five. <laughs> yeah, but but now now I'm like probably taking about fifty and then keeping almost twenty. Yeah, um, just because just because like I've I've learned angles and and different things, so it does make it easier. And uh, also, they're not looking at what you're looking at, you know. Like <laughs> they don't yeah, care about that true. tiny little tummy roll that you're super self conscious about. <laughs> this is all I think about when it comes to naked pictures. Like, mm, I really don't like the way my arm looks in this picture. <laughs> I mean, like the first video I sold, I was like super nervous uh, because I had just started. Like, um, I, I hadn't done any bottomless 
uh, photo shoots yet. So like, uh, people on like people on that subscribed didn't actually know what was uh, below the waist. Um, and I assume they know I'm trans because of, you know, my my handle my handle across everything is trans and so like, <laughs> uh, they, they should know but um like i hadn't actually put anything out there and so like and it, i was super nervous because i didn't know what this person was expecting or anything like that <laughs> wait and, quick question do you do anything religious like uh, themed um so i did so i did do a photo shoot uh where it's not actually a Bible, um, it, but it is an older, uh, it's like a commentary on Peter or something, uh, where, where I use yes. the, yeah, uh, yeah, I use, I use the book to like cover my boobs and stuff. Oh um, my gosh. I just feel like that is something you should totally lean in, especially with the handle, just like, oh, so sacrilege. But I mean, so, maybe I found like, my new I fetish. <laughs> I, I, I do plan, like, I do plan on it because like, you see my Twitter. I do yeah. theology. I do theology all the time. So I, I'm thinking, like, one of my next steps I'm thinking is doing like, I'll, I'll do tweets on theology, and then I'll just like upload a video on OnlyFans where I talk about the theology in that tweet. But you know, I do it in laundry or whatever. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Today we're talking about Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, you'd get so many pastors on there. Ugh, taking all the money from the evangelical church. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do need to lean into that a little bit more. Um, I mean, mostly it's because I, I've been like mostly just trying to figure out like what I'm doing. <laughs> like, well, yes. Um, and, and like I said, I, I don't even think I've been doing this for, like two months. And then on top of that, like, this is my, this is a hobby more than a job because um, I haven't I do have another job, and so like it's, it's not taking up all of my focus. So uh, I, I'm still developing what I'm doing, uh, and I, I do want to incorporate that religious aspect a little bit more. Just I don't know, like <laughs> I get tired of like the idea that uh, sex is like this thing that's off by itself. No, like. Seriously, if you have sex with like a partner or somebody, like you probably know them for more than just their sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, like, like sex workers are real people, like real whole people. Um, and so, uh, like, I, I think incorporating like, yeah, you can be sexual but also be really smart in religion. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to lean into that a little bit more. I think that's so cool. You should become a world-renowned theologian, like a secret one, because <laughs> but like through your only fans. <laughs> My only fans. <laughs> that would be so cute. <laughs> be awesome. What What did you do with your uh, your Masters of Divinity? Well, uh, I became a sex worker, and I do theology. <laughs> I'm a sexy theologian. Yep. Emphasis on sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this has been a very informative conversation. I have enjoyed it. Um, tell the people where they can find all of your sexy content. Um, yeah, so without having to pay for anything, you can find me on Twitter. 
um twitter is going probably gonna crash and burn here soon so i'll have to figure out some other place to go to i uh, I'm, I've been able to keep the handle transvangelical on basically everything. So if you search transvangelical and there's uh, there's a person with that account, it's probably me. Like I do have I do have a TikTok that I have not done any videos for, um, and Tumblr. I think I'm on there. I don't know. People are like using Mastodon, but that's seems really confusing. Uh, but yeah. So basically, free. <laughs> If you want to follow me for free, uh, follow me on Twitter. You'll probably get a photo of a not quite naked me about once a week if you're paying attention. Um, <laughs> but if you follow me on OnlyFans, it's only $5 a month to follow me. I upload content. Um, it's not quite every day. It's like every 36 hours where like... Sometimes it's every day, but sometimes I'll like upload something at night and then I don't upload anything the next day, but then I'll get something out in the morning the following day. So like it, it comes, it comes and goes, um, but is, uh, I've not let two days in a row go without posting content. Um, and For then $5, that, that's a steal. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so like five dollars is less. Five dollars is less than what you're gonna spend on a pint of IPA beer. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you'll get off every thirty six hours. <laughs> and um, I mean, from the so from there, like the way OnlyFans works is like you have your subscription rate, which mine is five dollars, um, which is super low. Uh, but then like you'll sell. Uh, I'll sell a photo, photo set, like, sending, like, you get a written message, but you have to, like, hit a certain amount to, to get the photo set, or um, I'll, I'll do a video or something that people can then buy, uh, and then I also have, like, a menu, so, like, if you want, <laughs> if you want a custom video, it's $25 for a solo video, if, and, uh, $5 per request. Um, if you, if you want, if you have a request for that video, um, and I'm spacing on the rest of my menu that I have. But Go look I it up, menu. everybody. Yeah, subscribe for $5. Uh, make sure your partner knows so you're not ending up deleting your account. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and yeah, enjoy. Like, um, if you're gonna send a dick pic, please tip because that is what you should do, and not just for me, for any mm -hmm. for any sex worker. And make sure that they agree to it beforehand. Yeah, and if you have an ugly dick, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, to be honest, I there's there's a there's a few that are pretty nice but... hey whatever <laughs> like I, I yeah uh i've not had an unsolicited dick pic like be an actual good photo but like the people some of the people that like will tip you to send them a photo they've obviously been practicing and uh Ooh, yeah. yeah you're right you're right so, Either way, tip. Ugly, pretty, just tip. Yeah, ugly, pretty, tip. Um, yeah. I love it. 
Well, friends, as always, you can find me and the podcast on Speaking in Church on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Josie Takes the World. And we have merch now, everybody. We have cool merch. It's not just Speaking in Church logos because I like merch that you can wear every day. Um, it's funny merch like sorry mom sorry dad with a broken little halo there's heathen on a bucket hat that's my favorite one so far stickers journals the whole lot go to the the link in our bio over on instagram and you'll find it there's a 10 percent off right now for the first month if you're listening to this in the future well sorry you don't get it <laughs> uh you can tip Sweet of tipping, you can tip me. You can tip the podcast on Ooh. same link in the bio. Buy me a coffee or weed if I'm feeling very sick or stressed. <laughs> um, other than that, that's it, friends. Stay woke or get woke, please, for the love of God. And vote. All right. Goodbye. This has been an Irreverent Media Podcast.